Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Oh, another tough, tough loss. The Lions go down in L.A. to Matt Stafford and the Rams. It's a tough one, especially for the Stafford lovers uh, to see him kind of work his stuff on the other sideline. But, man, the Lions came out and fought. But we'll get into all that. Um, Dan Campbell and his very aggressive game plan. Aaron Glenn, Anthony Lynn, Jared Goff, the whole nine yards, you know. But anyways, uh, you know, I also wanted to mention as well that we have joined sidelinereport.com. We are the official podcast of that now. So look for us on that website, a really popular website. Um, if you're not familiar with it, go check it out. They have some cool articles now. They break down the game and stuff like that. But it's really cool. Um, but again, it doesn't change anything we're doing this podcast. Just another uh, way to enhance the experience you have listening to it. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. It's the listeners that have allowed us to you know, get this far uh, with your support and your you know, interaction and stuff like that. It's just awesome. So anyways, Alliance, we are still searching for that elusive victory. We'll get it soon. We know we will. We know we will. A big opportunity next week for Philadelphia. But right now, on this episode, we're going to be breaking down everything from that Week 7 game in L.A. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob! All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor! Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Man, I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions. Thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back after the Lions' 28-19 loss in L.A. The Goff revenge game falls just short as he throws a pick in the end zone on their last offensive possession. And then the Rams run out the clock. But we'll get into all that in a moment. But before we do, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got Run Dog. Yo. Bob. Hello, hello. And Connor. Hiya. All right, gentlemen. So the Lions, they fought. I don't think anybody's questioning their effort in this game. Uh, but it just still wasn't enough. Even after a long screen pass to start the game, a great swift uh, touchdown. That getting the onside kick, and then on that same drive running a fake punt a pass, and then getting three points out of that drive to start up ten nothing, and then uh, the Rams finally got the ball, <laughs> um, and then it became a, a game for a little bit there, and then the Lions were another su- successful punt later on, um, but ultimately the Lions just could not quite hang uh, all the way to the end here, twenty eight and nineteen mm-hmm. loss. I mean, what's your guys' first reaction to this game? Definitely a way better effort than we saw um, against the Bengals, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this team looked dialed in from the beginning. I thought yeah. that was really cool. And I also think this was Goff's best game of the season so far, which restores a little bit of the hope I think we've lost. Um, and Campbell's play calling is just insane. I love it. I worship <laughs> it. <laughs> Campbell's play calling? His you mean Cam- the- like. 
I mean, like, it's just called it to like do the fake punts and all that. I yeah, the onside kick right away. Yeah, good onside kick. Good. That's the second one uh, Bob reminded me before. Uh, that's the second one we recovered this year. So great job by Cybert <laughs> on the kickoffs uh, with the yeah. onside kicks. It was definitely an exciting game. I mean, that was kind yeah. of fun. You know, I, I love the effort. I think it just kind of show, comes down to sort of a horsepower type thing where we're we're just clearly lacking some horsepower in some key areas, primarily wide receiver more than anything i would say because that's even though we have i think uh what's his name uh raymond, went raymond six. made some nice plays yeah and, six for 115 um uh, receiver but then that was the first half and then the second half we just get they start to kind of disappear and uh i don't know i just feel like if we had a few more impact receivers that could go a long way well no, and another thing that really has plagued this team though is still the self-inflicted wounds uh like of for instance course. at the end of the first half Apparently there was some headset issues or something. They take a delay game right after spiking the ball. That kind of took them out of any chance of scoring a touchdown there at the end of the first half. Um, there's there's other ones uh, mixed in there, like some holding calls and false starts that we still see. And obviously the, the turnovers, two interceptions for golf in this game, um, especially the big one at the end. Uh, but it's just like, and that, that's a, kind of the problem with this offense too. Uh, like you see an offense like the Rams that averages like, 13 yards uh, air yards per pass and then you have like an offense like ours it's like five yards where it's just it's like to have a touchdown we need like 13 15 play drives unless there's like you know some crazy great play by swift there um but yeah it has to be right. perfect football for so many plays in a row this is the same thing we saw against the bears too where it's like it's got to be perfect all the way down to the end uh, and some, yeah. something yeah yeah wrong eventually. and that's why i think well that's why i think wide receivers are like why I think we're hurting so bad on offense. We just don't have, or, or it's the scheme. I don't know what, but we're not able to open it up and make those chunk plays for some reason, even though they did it in the first half. But when we need it, they seem to struggle for it. Yeah, I think uh, we definitely, there's definitely a, still a talent deficit on this team. Right. Like you're saying, when they're playing perfect, they can play pretty well. But uh, they, they don't have room for error like the Rams do. The Rams... Mm-hmm. Played a little imperfect, and then Aaron Donald would come up and make a play, or Ramsey right. make a I play, mean, or somebody. Because we actually you know. did a really good job of uh, kind of keeping Aaron Donald in check in the pass game for most of the game, except for the the biggest play at the near the end of the game, of course. Yeah, yeah I know, I know, it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah it's just, but uh, but I, I was impressed with the effort. I know, yeah, uh, I think uh, Z, you were talking about in our chat that it was a moral victory. I don't, I don't quite buy into that whole thing. <laughs> I, th- I thought. I thought you know they they're in a rebuild, which Sheila Ford admitted in her article, uh, the David Burkett article this week. She did use the rebuild word, which is good. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not retooling anymore. No. What you're saying an zero and seven team isn't retooling? No. So it's a rebuild, oh, and uh, rebuild. well, to be fair, more I, I'm damage seeing progress. Since... <laughs> I'm seeing progress every week. Yeah, I, moral victories. Know, no, that's not moral no, victories. Yeah. It's, it's the rebuild. It's happening. <laughs> You're seeing all these young players get playing time, and they're getting better every week. Right, if they, injuries, healthy, if they can stay healthy, if they can stay healthy, I, I, I don't, yeah. I didn't, I don't think I mentioned this yet. But and if listeners aren't aware, but AJ Parker looks like he might be headed to be out for the year, and then, uh, well, UJ's not on the podcast here, but we'll bring maybe we'll bring it up to him later. But uh, Logan Stenberg looks like he's going to be going on IR. <laughs> he only played four special team snaps. I, I believe field goal block is what he's on, um, and he. Got hurt on one of those, I guess. Goodness. So, uh, and he's only—I think—I think he's only played four offensive snaps in his career too. So, 
not not getting his time to shine quite yet. The, those injuries, though, I think are to your point, Bob. I, I I think I was all down sort of into the buying into the retool moniker until like this team got brought down another five pegs injury wise during the season. Like if we had Decker, if we had Ragnow healthy, you know, Kuda, and like all our guys on point coming up in this team, you know, where we thought it was going to be, I think you could still see a potential to have a retool, but. At this point, it's been so beat. We've been so beat up. It's <laughs> we just yeah. gotta what is fighting and growing. What is going on with Decker and his finger? It, 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 I've never seen a it finger like injury a, be, yeah. like take this long to recover from. Seems like he's like spooked, like psychologically by it. It's yeah, kind of it's weird. weird. They they said he he is cleared to practice and everything, but he's like afraid to grip with it or something. I don't know. Like when you're yeah, pushing off just, on guys, it's just weird. Like maybe. We, like tape it, put a club over. Uh, you can't put a club on it for an offensive lineman, unfortunately, it. like a defensive lineman. Shop yeah, it off. Yeah, just take it off at this point. <laughs> you don't even need it. Just reattach much. it after the season. <laughs> we'll give you a, a hazard bonus of of four billion or four million dollars. <laughs> That's like Ford Health know, System could take care of that. I don't know if you guys know this story. It's uh, before your time, but you might have heard about it. Um, Ronnie Lott, when he played for the 49ers, he had uh, a game coming up, and they had either remove the tip of his finger or he'd have surgery and miss a bunch and he had him just cut the tip of the finger <laughs> off <laughs> that's great damn i don't know if i'd do that but credit to him the love of the game baby yeah did they win was it worth it uh, yeah it was the 49ers back in their heyday when they were ah, the super bowls all right yeah. well Joe so, Montana year. so it worked out for him it worked out for yeah him. <laughs> i love yeah, i love to see these guys who are willing to do that kind of stuff just for the just because they love competing love the sport like that's just so badass, and it's just so much what makes football great. Oh yeah, so <laughs> let, let's break down, uh, you know, both sides of the ball a little bit here. Uh, let, let's start with the offensive side of the ball. The Lions don't get to the twenty-point mark again. Uh, they've only eclipsed it once so far this year. I really thought they'd do it uh, this game when they got up, you know, all those points uh, to start the game early. They just never got to it. I was so bad. I just even, yeah. even did a loss. Rams get above adjusted. twenty. <laughs> um, yeah. I know. So close, but uh, struggling down the stretch. I want to let's talk about Swift first and how good he looks in this game. Uh, He's a bona fide superstar now. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. He's a stud. Yeah, our running backs. I love they they run with anger, man. They just run through people. You see Swift take out that uh, uh, defensive back. Oh yeah, oh yeah, another shoulder. Yeah, lowering the boom again. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, big fan. Yeah, it's been really fun to watch. him grow this year. I know. I they they said he had like a groin or injury or something. Maybe, maybe that's the key. Maybe his groin yeah. needs to keep hurting him. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, he, he great. was bobbing and weaving. But damn it! Oh. Uh, apparently, he ran the wrong route on that one that would have been a clear yep. touchdown when he ran out to the flat. Uh, he he was a little indecisive and slow to get to the the spot. Uh, oh, it, is that right? He ran the wrong route because in real time it looked like it was on Goff, but I guess it was more on uh, Swift. Well, uh, uh, Mark Sanchez broke game. it down pretty good live. Like you could see where where Swift was sit looked like he was going to sit down, sort of to go inside, and then he jukes and then goes out, and the ball comes right to where he was would have been if he didn't move. No. Like yeah. As far as that broadcast goes, too, Ugh. I never thought much of Sanchez as a quarterback, but he's a pretty good analyst, I think. I oh, he's pretty good. I, I did not yeah. like him. I was going to say the say complete opposite. Stafford finally he was really appreciated good. now, something like that. I thought he was good at breaking down plays. Like that, but, yeah, yeah, you get good insight, I, I thought. Hmm. I Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, not, not a Mark Sanchez annoying. guy. He was, he was saying a lot of like, well, 
He was one of those announcers that just like states the obvious constantly, and it, it was bothering well, me. I hope he <laughs> becomes the new like Monday Night guy, and he's in your I life. I think he group. gives. Oh a good no, pers- no. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gives a good perspective of, of like how a quarterback sees the field and how the plays develops and stuff. I don't know. I thought he. Yeah, was- they're using that cone vision a lot in the broadcast. He's no Tony Romo, so let's let's pump yeah. our brakes on broadcast. Yeah, Romo has his flaws as well. That's and the Manning brothers are also way better than Sanchez. I'm 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 Team Chris Collinsworth on Sunday Night Football. I actually think he does a really good job, and uh, he, he, he gets he a lot slide. of Chris Collins. The slide, you, you can't. You can't <laughs> yeah, but anyways, let's get to on. the uh, back to the offense here. One uh, one thing that was upsetting: the Lions get to that fourth and short, oh. and they do a quick hurry up for some reason, and be, yeah. I don't know why they hurried it. It didn't, it didn't make sense in real time uh, why they were doing it. Uh, maybe trying to catch that. him off guard, but I most of the time when you see these teams hurry up and run a quick run play, it does not work out well for them, and it did not work out mm-hmm. for them here. Brock yeah. Wright, who I wasn't aware was put on the active roster, he actually got like 14 snaps in this game. Who? Um, Brock Wright, our oh, backup. Oh, Brock Wright, yeah. Yeah, backup tight end. Uh, he, 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 a missed, he misses a block on that bad. play. Uh, apparently, his misaligned, and that kind of caused him to not be inside enough to kick out the block that was needed to uh, Breaks with open, but also I, I like getting Jamal Williams in there on those fourth and shorts yes, and instead of Swift short making downs. that. I think I think Williams gets that first down there, regardless of the block. But also mm-hmm. just taking yeah. the time sets up that alignment but, a little more, especially for an undrafted rookie. Con- didn't they say he hasn't failed one? Like he hadn't failed like a short or four than one or something like that. I do not have that set up to. They confirm. said something like that during the game, but he's obviously the better option there, as good as Swift is. He just has yeah. that ability to shrug off more blows. And but see, I I agree with you about the hurry up thing. They did that earlier this year too. They got right. It it seems to hurt the offense more than the defense. Like, I mean, they're trying to catch them off guard. I think that's why they said they did it in this game. But yeah. it just didn't let the offense get set and get their their minds together on that. Right, and, you, and like you said, we've seen it before. I, I we we all agree that we like the aggressiveness, but the, yeah, the execution. Yeah. Execution uh, or uh, the decision to do hurry up there. Yeah, and they were aggressive confusing. all game, like you said, with the fakes and everything. And uh, right, and that's what that's what kept them in the game, being aggressive. But it was just a bad call uh, to do I, that. I can't wait till up. these aggressiveness starts to pay off when this aggression <laughs> like turns into like. Oh, I believe it, I believe the Lions us as like you know winning because <laughs> the Lions right now are on pace to. Uh, attempt the most fourth downs in NFL history. Uh, and, oh, really? But they're only that. converting at a 36% rate. <laughs> so It'll uh, only get better. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, well, that also might practice. mean they're on pace for most turnover on downs then uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. If, if they continue Maybe. at this pace. I don't know what the record is. Uh, we'll I like it, though. I like that Like he's just not scary. He's not being acting out of fear. He's not letting himself you know, fall into all the conservative right call. So, you know, right way of doing things. Like some people would say he should have kicked the field goal there. Right. And, and, you know, he most likely the, ana- the analytics the always there. say go for it. <laughs> right. But like, I'm just saying, like, I just like that. He's, he's like, you know, that gambler's mindset or that opposite of the gambler's mindset where you, you know, you got to be consistent and stick to your strategy and not be let the, you know, the fear of the what if get to you. And I, I like that. He's just yeah. sticking to it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh fear, uh, a guy who shows no fear is Penny Sewell chirping with Aaron, Aaron Donald getting in his face. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. I do. I, <laughs> I did love, love that. 
<laughs> and he, uh, Sewell again, our highest rated uh, player on the offense this week again. Let's so. go, baby. Only oh, he's talking shit out there too, like fighting with Aaron Donald. It's like, yeah. he's just like such a beast. He's a road grader in the run game too, which he's is awesome. Stud. He's going to be an all time. I think he could be an all pro, uh, like a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. I'd be very afraid to go up against him. <laughs> Absolutely. He went through a little rough stretch a couple games there, but the last couple games, he's really rebounded well against some really yeah, good Yeah, you were his rusher. ultimate hater early in the season. Yeah, hater. talking Z. a lot of sh- <laughs> just You were talking him. shit about him all, like every game. You're like, oh, yeah. man, Sewell's a bum and all this stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> you even started the Sewell is a bum uh, fan page, I, think, I believe. That was- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You were at the home opener chanting, he Sewell's a bum. Sewell's a bum. I can't. I remember it. If ever, still if, clear in my head. If anybody on here is a new listener, they know. Uh, <laughs> just just know this is not All true. Right. I only exaggerated a few details, but you were all I said the in the preseason train. is that he didn't look good, and that but he did look good sometimes, and it'd be an up and down roller coaster with him at times during the so season. So not talking about and that's kind of what we see. He played Sewell. really Let's good the first few games, how... and really bad, then I'm really no, good. No, you again. said you were concerned about Sewell, which which is a uh, why wouldn't it be a concern? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're just <laughs> we're just tugging the strings, sense. Big Z. We're. Um, so the rest of the, the rest of the offensive line, actually, the rest of the offensive line grayed out really well in uh, run blocking, but the pass blocking, especially Jonah Jackson, uh, left some to be desired in this game. Jonah Jackson uh, was the worst graded guard in the entire league, pass blocking wise, uh, this week. Wow. Well, <laughs> who was he going against? <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm, I'm just telling you. Uh, okay. Is he? I don't know. Is he the long term answer to left guard? I don't know, or is he a future like, you know, backup? Uh, guard. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know still out of him yet. It, it's it's tough to say. And and big big V. Um, you know it. it he'll he'll be gone next year. We we've mentioned that several times. Uh, yeah. he, hey Z, you think he could be a wide receiver? Remember when Goff threw the ball right in his <laughs> <laughs> to Big V? To Big yeah. V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like that, that was, was an idiot move by Goff there too to throw it right to Big V. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, not, I don't know what he was doing there. I'm not sure what he was yeah. doing either. It was funny, well, uh, but at, at our own expense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I mean that's another you know just uh, another example of a self-inflicted wound like especially if you're going to be playing this type of offense that's like chunk like little chunk at a time or you know five yards four yards six yards you can't afford a penalty that just kills you although swift had a really nice run on a third and long draw in this game as that well that was awesome run um, yeah. yeah that was great beast. De- great play a uh, great block in up front uh so, i like because how- sewell like had to reach a guy on the left side and went or i think it was left side than right side. Either way, he had two guys to reach just to get a hand out, and he, he had the agility to get out there and get both blocks. I like how he hid behind the center on that play. So like he like sat down behind the center before he broke out and just I don't know. Looked oh cool. yeah. And I maybe maybe we should, that's what we should do is just keep running third and long uh, draws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they'll get wise eventually. Chance. I mean, I, I mean, Goff in his revenge game here, if you call it that. I mean, what do, what do we think of his performance? I know Connor, you said it was his best of the year. That that doesn't not necessarily a high bar mean it's great. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, right. like you said, they don't even put up twenty points. Like, yeah. I mean, he has a chance to tie the game, throws a pick. Right. He had a, he had a chance a, to go down the end of the game. Yeah. Take, I think honestly, the they're too conservative the with him. Is it him or throw... is it the off? I don't know. It's so hard to tell. It's, I, I, it's well, a little I, of both. I think, I think. it's golf. It's everything right now. It's everything. It's not like it's hard to judge it without 
Look at the O line. It's it's virtually decimated. Luckily, we got still a few key pieces in good shape. But like without Rag now, without Decker, he's hurting. Look at our wide receiving core. We're down to a bunch of people no one's ever heard of for the most part. I mean, Goff does not have a cast of all stars around him. Not like when you look at what Stafford's throwing to. His guys are open all the freaking time, and his O line. Well, his O line's not. Great, Is he open all the time? Stafford threw a lot of guys open in this game, like we're, we were yeah. used to seeing okay. back then. He does that too. He does. He that loves too. the contested catches that. too. But these and guys he- are also like been working together. They're all on the same page. Uh, they know this offense in and out, especially the receivers and both Stafford quarterbacks probably, in the first year in their offense. No, but Stafford's Stafford's picked it up. But look at all the guys he's working with. They can guide him through. They're going to be doing the right things. Well, look at the guys we have. They don't know what the hell. They're just learning a new offense. I mean, it's all, it's all of it, all of it. All the things are working against golf right now. You put him behind our healthy, fully fleshed out team. I think he looks much better. Yeah, hmm. I not. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. Uh, but I mean, Goff is has not stepped up. You know, where he he is the first number one overall pick. You know, his guy should come out and make some plays and uh, pick the team up, and he hasn't done that so far. I, I mean, I, me and UJ were kind of talking about this. I agree that golf has not been impressive, and uh, that, like, I think if you plug, if you put the right team around him, he'll be able to to be a pass uh, a passable quarterback and push drive the engine like he did when the Rams made the run to the Super Bowl. But like, if you put like a Trevor Lawrence or one of these other more young dynamic quarterbacks that are just permeating the league. In this offense, yes, I, I think they would do a bit better and get more out of it. Yeah, golf is I mean, currently getting it. At this point, you got to think Brad Holmes is thinking he's drafting a quarterback at some point in the future, in the next two years, right? Well, I'll right. tell you, Brad Holmes was at the Rose Bowl this well, weekend watching Kayvon Thibodeau uh, at Oregon. See, that's where same. I think he, yeah, that's he's a beast. Like. That's my we thing all, with golf. You keep golf for another year, and you get a guy like Thibodeau because I think our defense is like there's like if you get three there's three key positions that if you get two elite players in that they would I think our defense is suddenly looking very good if not starting to turn elite if you get like an elite D end safety or linebacker or two of those I think we're, we're like we're there but our offense needs a bit more <laughs> oh it it absolutely needs a bit more a receiver but we can get that too yeah. next year and then you build around golf let him just do his thing until we have a whole team, and then if he's still not cutting it, then we get someone new. Yeah, and uh, um, Rudd Dog, you you seem to think like Stafford and Goff are very equal, but I don't no, at all. I he's don't. He, well, you always hype it no. up whenever we mention anything. You're like, oh well, Goff doesn't have this, and Stafford has everything. But uh, you know, like we saw the greatest hits from Stafford of some of the stuff we loved when he was with the team. No look passes, uh, Ali. Uh, those darts he was throwing there and then long ball sidearm yeah, yeah. i know yeah. it's yeah, just a it. he has a <laughs> he's unlocked a whole other plane that golf has never reached like oh for sure yeah absolutely just, stafford's a far better quarterback especially at this stage in his career and where he's at right now i my only comparisons directly between stafford and golf have just been the fact that stafford wasn't exactly setting the world on fire when he was on some of the crappier lions teams in the past and when he was younger and still, you know, learning the game and golf is, you know, six years behind him developmentally right now. So, uh, mentally, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, every way. In every way, yeah. <laughs> Mentally, physically, maturity. Like he's like he, Stafford is in his absolute prime right now, and he's on a team that is suited to, you know, optimize his ability. So it's just hard to compare them two directly right now when Goff is on this team that's been decimated by injuries and was already lacking some talent in key positions. Well, so Mark Sanchez is in the booth. He was in the same draft as Stafford. He's doing the games now. And- <laughs> yes. Yeah. And people try to actually make us think that uh, he was better than Stafford. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That he was had like a bad. bunch oh, yeah. of national ads, and I was like, what did he do to deserve this? Like, he was never a great <laughs> He was in New York. That, yes. that Hollywood uh, that Hollywood influence out of Even, USC. Even uh, yeah, what's-his-face in Cleveland is all over those Baker? Ads. Baker Mayfield? Baker. Oh, yeah. I'm sick and of those ads. He's fine, but he's not like some elite quarterback, in my opinion. Um, Pretty good. But uh, I also want to throw out there, you know, as – just sticking with often for one more second is that Jack Fox is perfect on year in passing attempts. One for one, perfect passer rating, 17 yards. Yeah, it was a nice throw. <laughs> it was a nice throw. I it did. Just a nice little stopper out. You know, it, it is a better arm than yeah. golf. I love them going for that though. That was that was fantastic. Uh, especially the Rams because they're kind of known for like their punter passing the ball, and to do it to them was uh, kind of great. Uh yeah. So let, let, let's move over to the defensive side of the ball, though, where I thought we had a, you know, Stafford was 28 to 41, 334, uh, three touchdowns, and he made some great throws that a lot of quarterbacks in this league can't do. But overall, I, I thought we gave a great performance on defense. Only 47 yeah. yards rushing, two and a half yeah. yards per attempt. That's um, like half of their normal. Aleem McNeil the Rams, and Ansarike uh, are coming in, and Penasini was playing good in their own game, too. Anzalone looked really yeah, good. Yeah, Anzalone, I, I could see why uh, Campbell's big on him. I think he's kind of the Vandenbosch of, you know, like uh, yeah, like, like uh, Schwartz brought in Vandenbosch because he wanted a guy that like embodied what he wanted. And I think that's why Campbell really wanted Anzalone because the guy has an endless motor, man. The guy's just constantly going and yeah. plays hard, hits good hard. Good analogy, Bob. I like yeah. It. yeah. He's been trading up Derek Barnes a lot, like – too like they've been working together on like leadership stuff which is really cool yeah for sure uh tracy walker lays another big hit in this game uh i i, I appreciate oh, that yeah. as well that uh, was nice so definitely some toughness still out there aj parker was playing really good until he came out actually a guy that played i think better than the kind of the stats show and he did have the one drive where they threw at him a lot but jerry jacobs i thought played really well in this game again yeah especially he for looks like a he, he looks really good rookie free agent yeah um I'm excited to see how this kid will grow. That was a terrible kind of moves that make you excited for Holmes. That was a terrible pass interference call, too. That that was yeah. atrocious. Oh yeah, that was. That was. Like, this I don't know where that came from. And that's why I I still think I I know they tried having pass interference as a reviewable play, and then got rid of it. But I, they never I, overturned it. I <laughs> yeah. I, I I still think it should be reviewable over a certain amount of yardage, just because it's such a big play, and that. That was not Bastard Beards. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's just like they were never overturning it, and it was like becoming a waste of time. There needs to be like a new process for how you review it, I guess. Right. They, I agree. Something's got to change. I show that if you're going to make other things reviewable, I, I think, especially just for the sheer amount of yardage that has on it, I think if it's over 25 yards or something, it should be reviewable. Just don't they live review play. in the booth now anyway? I thought I did, they just they, saw that. They did that in the game, this game. They've, they've been did. live reviewing, right? Yeah. They said there was a hold, yeah. and then they said, uh, nope, 
we look. We, yeah, so just after why not do that for everything? The ref literally least. said after review, uh, there's no flag in the play, which yeah, I've never I heard before. Like that. Booth I ref has like the that. best view. He's got the god's eye view. Like, why would you not just? I didn't know we were doing that. I, I I know it's always been talked about. I didn't know actual NFL was actually practicing it. That was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, that's and interesting. I, that was great because it, it looked like there was a hole, but his glove got stuck in like the shoulder pads. So right. That's why it looked like there was a hole, but there wasn't. So that we was need a, to keep developing that because I think absolutely that's, the answers in there. Another guy I want to give a shout out to is uh uh Julian Aquara. Yep. That was, yep. That's that, what I was gonna get to next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, like, that uh that pass defense he had on. On third, was it third and one or fourth? No, it was fourth and one, right? That was fourth and and Stafford. And yep, where he's it, not was, looking, but it hits him with the arm. Well, it was just great because he was just getting on his mark. He was just rough, yep. getting out to the flat where he's supposed to be and got right in line with the pass and made the play. Definitely. And then another sack uh, from out of him, too. That was clutch. Yeah. Uh, he's so fast. Uh, got that a lot switch. of his success this year has been on those uh, – those they call them twist or whatever. Like the tackle goes mm. first, and then the end comes over the middle. Uh, right. Find the a gap to go through. He uh, that's where he shined the most this year. Just his ability to kind of go on those stunts and use his speed to get up field really quick. Right there, that's where he's that's where he got the sack on this game. Um, and that's where he's had a lot of success this year in terms of his pass rush. Yeah, he's definitely looking promising. Um, and Charles Harris had, uh, forced a couple uh quick throws again in this game, so he continues to be a highlight for us and a great find uh yeah um, that was a great signing off season um but and as you mentioned uh a root and zurique a pretty solid uh game out of him uh, john penasini had a nice stop on on the fourth and short or was it third and short i think it was fourth and short right i think he set up the the julian acquire play um but a, tra- a, a guy that um uh, well I, I think he got hurt in this game right trey flowers uh he he, he kind of did nothing in this game overall. It was actually one of his worst. It's his second worst game of the year, uh, grade wise. Uh, and he 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 just continues to not maybe be the greatest fit for this. At defense. this point, honestly, just like play the next guy. Let's play some of these more of these young yeah. guys. I mean, I like I, I like Trey Flowers. He's good. I think he's a good player, but I, with he's this youth movement, team. you know. Yeah, get another young guy in there and get him. Going. I also just don't more think this awesome is the right players. defense for him overall. This is just not. Uh, you know, no. he's brought over to play the Patricia style, which is kind of gap mm. assignment, hold your gap, uh, let the linebackers fill. And that that's not quite what we're doing here. We're, we're, there's, a lot, there's a lot more movement involved, uh, a lot more slanting. That requires a little more speed out of the defensive lineman. He doesn't quite have that. Well, he's a linebacker speed. now. That's, yeah, it's a whole different. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, yeah, I mean he's putting his foot or uh, hand in the ground a lot in this defense still. But it's just, it's not a. Uh, it's it's just not working, it, especially for what we're paying them. It's definitely not. And I mean, he's out. just not. He's not going to be the future. I mean, he's he'll be around. I, I like him producing and helping us, but I mean, let's just keep building these young guys because get them more reps, like Austin Bryan. Yeah, yeah. But I, I Lee McNeil continues to impress. I think. Yes. I don't know what he did statistically, but he looked good out there. He always passes the eye test. I feel like even yeah. if I don't know his stats, mm-hmm. he just looks solid. Well, yeah. um, unfortunately, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to point out that after AJ Parker went on this game, Stafford went right at Daryl Worley uh, and it cost oh, us yeah. in this game. It might have cost us the game, actually, the injury potentially because they go uh, at him deep for a touchdown. I just wanted to point out that Jalen Reeves may have been. I just noticed I liked how much he was punching at the football. 
it was like very obvious he was kept every time he was coming at guys over the middle and stuff he was punching trying to jar the ball loose mm-hmm. i just like that yeah like, i i saw campbell mentioned him in the press conference today so he's been impressed with his effort out there Nice. Yeah, some solid co- coverage out of him again today. Uh, four tackles in the game as well for him. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it's it's been good to see him get this full opportunity to, uh, you know, kind of demonstrate what we've been wanting to, you know, see him yeah. get that opportunity the past few years since we drafted yeah. him. Really, um, yeah, wasn't it a game or two ago? He didn't do so good. I remember we were talking about that, but right, pretty good this week, right? I just want to point out again that I, I've really enjoyed uh, Aaron Glenn as our defensive coordinator so far this year. It's just yeah. been such a much better experience watching her oh defense my God. than anything Mighty out of day. Patricia the last three years. He's what I thought we were getting with Patricia, like this oh, defensive man. mastermind that actually right. tries stuff. But right. yeah. yeah, He's I mean, cool. He's fun to watch. He'll be a head coach one day. It makes yeah, third, third and long late in the game. That's the guy you want calling <laughs> the defense. No, I'm just or fourth and, fourth and long. <laughs> yeah, fourth and long. What about oh. his uh, three-man rushes, though, huh? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I mean, no. I I think we because one nice thing about that is I think we were all generally called that, right? Like how much we'd get out of just better coaching and the defensive talent we already had on the roster. Yeah, true. I mean, and then obviously we added a couple, a few good pieces in the off season. But like, it's just good to see like we were kind of right about what we had there, and it's good to see him getting it out of them. Doesn't it just it makes you so angry? Like, what if? you know, Patricia wasn't hired, and we still had all those offensive pieces, and we just had a better defensive game plan with like with Stafford and Galladay. Who knows? Pay, uh, nah, just, it was yeah. it was Ron at the core, Zach. You can't you can't make something work that's Ron at its core. Uh, Patricia just wasn't the guy. He didn't get it. So. I know. I'm saying, what if we hired somebody different three years ago? Oh, yeah. I, oh! If I you hire you Mike Vrabel with all the offensive, with all the right offensive now. talent we had, well, I don't yeah. know about Mike Vrabel. Oh, right. That defense right. has been awful. Like too, if we got but. Campbell now, or I had know, Campbell then Abril. instead of Campbell instead of Patricia. Well, or if we drafted uh, Aaron Donald instead of Ebron, we might have had. A yeah, I guess we could do what if for a while here. We could have drafted Pat Mahomes too. I mean, we can talk all day about drafting. I mean, you're right, Connor, but. I, this one's still pretty egregious. Just when you compare what Ebron, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but I, I mean, know. to be fair, to be fair, not everyone knew or had any clue that that he was going to be turned to what he has become. Like there was, he was seen as like a a really good upside like athlete, but with a uh, undersized for his position and stuff. So like people, that's why he fell to the position he did because he was an undersized defensive tackle. So I mean easy to look back and be like oh yeah the, the best player ever the draft the draft is a, a crapshoot in a lot of ways uh yeah. so though i did read something recently that like everybody was trying every like the d they were pushing for for in the house was pushing for donald but uh was it lombardi at the time or like vouched for like made the push and got ebron or oh joe lombardi yeah was it Joe Lombardi that got Ebron, or was I it? I can't remember. I, I, I remember. If we never hired Joe Lombardi. About, but... That's a good what if question. Oh my god! Yeah. Lombardi never comes, and some other <laughs> offensive coordinator oh. is there. <laughs> we could do like that Marvel. Back when we like, had Terrell what Austin. If. <laughs> what if just a whole season of Lions episodes? <laughs> oh my god. That would actually be great for the like the summer to do uh, the what if. Yeah, let's scenario. do a what if podcast in the summer. I like make that. It a series. I like that. And map out that some successful seasons that <laughs> might happen if some a few things went differently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but that could be fun. You know, you guys, the Lions still zero and seven. Still don't have that victory yet this year. 
Um, still have the the path for you know if the Lions win, they drop down like the fifth overall pick in the draft. Uh, I was gonna say I'm, I'm I think they're better that. than uh, all the one in six because they have the, like, actually the Lions have like the third hardest schedule in the entire NFL, <laughs> which is not a good mix with the uh, the talent on the roster, unfortunately, and all the injuries yeah. that we've had. I think it's a great mix, actually. But if you want to talk about great opportunity, next week would be it at home against the Eagles. Uh, yeah. The Lions are underdogs I'm, in that game too. Three point underdogs at home. Are they really? Yeah, I think I think they're they're uh, poised to win that game. Oh well, you know I, we think they're going to win. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no I doubt about that. Well, I mean, that I'm, I'm going to the game too. So hey. the Lions are about to go and win their next ten games to make the playoffs. And then go ten and seven. Cool. Yeah, I mean they got the buy after this one, so they I can. Mean, I'm just saying, like, ten and seven will do that. Yeah. Go. But if like they weren't going to do that this year, I'm glad we have a really hard schedule to 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 really you know forge these young players into better you know just you know grizzled veterans for next year that'll learn from a bunch of hard experiences playing good players across the league. Well, I hope these young guys don't get too grizzled. You know that. Oh no, they're going to be grizzled <laughs> and they're going to be they're going to know what to do and they're going to be badasses. Oh yeah, <laughs> you watch. Um, okay, gentlemen. Well, I I think that'll. Uh, well, I mean, just you know, last thoughts. Uh, just about uh, Stafford again. I mean, was it still fun watching him play, even if it was against us? Uh, no, it was kind of yeah, like a greatest hits it. of all the kind of throws that uh, he could it make, was except cool for the big interception. We didn't get that, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it was against us. I always like seeing him throw the ball, but uh, I like yeah, that Staff- play when he got sacked. Should we do a Stafford throw of the Clara. week just for old times' sake? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but Stafford third in the yards in the NFL right now, and second in touchdowns. Uh, Nineteen touchdowns, four interceptions, and over. It's a shame Kyler Murray's balling out because Stafford probably won't win MVP. Yeah, Stafford's hey. fifth in the MVP race. Uh, Tom Brady got time. Tom I hope Brady's Kyler second. Murray wins it. He looks he looks awesome right now. Yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's Kyler leading the Murray. league in passing yards and touchdowns right now. So helps that he has the best oh, offense in the game. <laughs> ridiculous yeah it can always, our <laughs> offense always could be worse you guys it could be the chicago bears offense uh who had yeah. would you turnovers. take tom brady on a one-year deal if he was like i'm gonna come win the lines of super yes. bowl yes would you take him in a yes. heartbeat yes i would say golf pack your bags you get out of the barracks it's tom's spot now because kevin hart told tom brady he's not truly a legend until he wins with detroit so yeah i think i agree with that he's got to hey. come over i like it i like it coax him in to come and <laughs> See yeah. what he does with this receiving core. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh, Brady threw a 600 touchdown pass and then the receiver gave the ball to a fan? Like right. He didn't even notice. And that fan gave it back. He gave it back. Yeah. The ball was, was nice. Oh, no the ball Apparently, is... Tom Brady's going to give him some Bitcoin. He's oh, getting a thousand bucks and uh, like five another and, ball. And some signed stuff. stuff. But still, uh, yeah. the, the ball itself is worth over $500,000. Uh, just yeah. rough estimate by some auction, five Bitcoin. auction house. That was, that's what it was worth, at least. But, uh, well, but at least 10, you got a thousand dollar gift card to the the team shop, so hey, I mean it was yeah. better than zero dollars. He had just going to the game oh, and yeah. watching it. So, oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, that that'd be a tough one. I I don't think that he fully thought it through the guy, unless he was just he did, did, maybe he's just care. a nice guy. Yeah. But uh, all right, gentlemen, no. I think that's gonna wrap it up for us here. Um, Twitter at Drinking Lions, Instagram at Drinking a Blue Kool Aid. I should also mention. I don't think I've mentioned it yet, but that we've um, we've joined. So I know I previously mentioned that we're part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. Big things here. are happening, and let's just say that. But now we have um, now we have 
instead joined sidelionreport.com. Um, so look for our podcast yeah. on there. Um, so we are now the official podcast uh, for that website, a uh, popular website, part of Fansided. So we are excited to join ah. Fansided. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. On oh, that yeah. note. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just look, you know, look for that. Uh, if you if you go on that website, uh, we are on that that every every page on there pretty much. It's just pretty cool. Just another way to expand the drinking the blue Kool Aid. Uh, oh yeah. Vibes out there in Detroit. So really cool right. opportunity. And that won't affect anything we do on the podcast here, uh, besides just enhance the uh, experience that you have when listening to us. So, again, Twitter at Drinking yeah. Lions, Instagram at Drinking a Boo Kool Aid, Apple, Spotify, wherever get your podcast or sidelinereport.com. Uh, please listen to podcasts, download, subscribe, leave a review. Greatly appreciate it. Otherwise, gentlemen, our producer, Kid J. Uh, he yeah, until, Kid J. Yeah. Kid J. Yeah. Even though he's a Rams fan. And he was yeah, yeah, he's going to edit this podcast yeah. and, like, like change words around to make it sound like uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of more positive for Rams or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but thank you anyways for producing, Kid J. Otherwise, uh, listeners, enjoy the start of your week. We'll be back later previewing the upcoming game against the Eagles. So last but not least, as always, go! 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 Go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.